The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the QB Factory Reboot, brought to you by SB Nation and the Bleeding Green Nation. We are back. I know, I know it's been a little while. We took a little break for summer vacay, but we are back and ready to, you know, be consistent and get with it every single week with you guys. So hopefully, you know, you missed us because we definitely missed recording these episodes for you guys. But today is Tuesday, July. July. Yeah, we're in July, July 26th. And, um, you know, as usual, I'm your host, Rachel Prevet. Uh, and I am joined by my co-host, you know, I'm a little rusty. I'm joined by my co-host, the one and only QB expert, Mark Schofield. What's up, Mark? How are you doing? Rachel, it's great to be back. It's great to be back. Although we were saying before we started recording, um, it is July. I refuse to accept though that summer is over. Um, my family, we do our vacation in August. We're going to Hilton Head for a week. And I'm like, I- I'm glad everybody's getting back to work. I'm glad to be back here with you. It's very exciting. But like summer is not over yet. I, I refuse to believe that, especially because I have a middle schooler now. Oh, my God. Oh, it starts sixth grade in the fall. And so I need to push back on that just a little bit, and particularly when he had his little promotion ceremony and stuff. And my buddy who uh, lives across the street, whose son, Joey and Owen, they're like best buddies. Um, Joey's actually their youngest. And he was telling me like, this is the end of the innocence now. Like no more innocence. Like middle school is what it changes. And I'm like, man, I don't need to hear that right now. I'm like, yeah. but excited to be back. So, so tell me what's been going on. Yes. I mean, literally just enjoying life. You know, I, my highlight of my summer so far, I went on a girl's trip. I, I do a girl's trip with my best friends from undergrad every year. And this year we went to Montego Bay, Jamaica. So that was the highlight of my summer, like the horseback ride and the ATV zip line and all that good stuff. That was fun. I got to see one of my favorite artists in concert. I'm a huge Chris Brown fan. So I got to see him at Capital One Arena. That was like super, super fun. And yeah, that's. I, yeah. I saw some of the pictures from Jamaica. It looks like you and I have a different idea of what vacation is all about because you're like zip lighted, you're hush. And I'm like, if I get, if I stray more than like a hundred feet from the nearest pool, what? beach or bar, yeah. like yeah. it's not a, like, I need to like, I'm, I was impressed though. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, it definitely, I've learned depending on who you vacate with. 
because this group of girls, I feel like they have high expectations and they like to be on go, go, go compared to like if I vacate with family, it's more like relaxing. We're chilling, taking it easy. But we were jam packed, like booked and busy the entire time I got back and I was exhausted, which should not be the case when you're on vacation. But, right. you know. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I've sometimes learned that you need a vacation from your vacation. Like, yes. and that's even what I just like plant myself next to the pool and like, don't move. And mm -hmm. so, but I mean, much respect for the, for the way you guys went after it. I was impressed. Thanks. What have your highlights been for the summer? Um, a lot of coaching. Um, my, my son, uh, rec league baseball, nice. and then he was on his first like all-star travel team. Um, okay. coaching him there, but that, that was a ton of fun. It was a ton of fun. Cause like, it was a different group of kids and I, that I coach um, nice. on the rec team. And so, you know, he was making new friends that way. And it, what was really cool was like the growth in the team and in the kids from like, they played in three tournaments in the first tournament, they went one and one in pool play. And then you get to the elimination games and we lost 20 to one, like in the, in the first elimination game, it was just like, I mean, Owen though, got our two only two hits and knocked in our only run. So I was proud of him there. But then, our third tournament, we went two and zero in pool play, and we lost in the championship game. Like, like we we got blown out in that first one. The second one, we made it to the semifinals, and the third one, we lost in the championship game. And the kids got trophies, and that's kind of how it ended. So, so that part was really cool. In the semifinal game, Owen hit a home run and like mobbed by his teammates, and like it. That part was a really fun summer, it, and and that tournament was actually up in Hampstead, Maryland, okay. which okay. is almost on like the Pennsylvania border. And so oh, like wow. we went up overnight, like stayed over and stuff like that. So Owen got like real travel baseball. And so, so that's been fun. Now the kids are in camp. Um, they've okay. been doing like different camps all summer long. Uh, so we're right. shuffling them around. They're at this like camp now, Valley Mill, where they like, they're learning how to make fires. Like they're like canoeing. Simone made like this, like leather backpack yesterday. Like, it, it, it's been fun. Is that overnight or they come home every day? Is this overnight or? Rachel, I would love, I would <laughs> love for them to do like a sleepaway camp. I, I have a buddy. Um, we had, we had, a, we had a guy's night the other night and it was just, just a bunch of dads and somebody else. And he's, his kids all did like sleepaway camps. Like okay. one was in Israel. One was in like Costa Rica. Whoa. Like, so he and his wife are like empty nesters. They've had the entire house to themselves all summer long. And I'm just like, please tell me how you do it. Cause, cause yeah. I, I, but you know, it, it's, it's fun. And I suppose this is also a good time to mention my movie quote, please. No idea what they're saying. Okay. From the movie of the summer, Top Gun Maverick. Did you see it? <laughs> I saw it in my quote. Okay, tell me your quote because my quote is from Top Gun Maverick as well. Yeah, mine is. I there were so many to pick from. No idea what they're saying, and it, and that's like at the end when they're okay. in yeah, F fourteen. Yeah. yeah, and they don't want to say what the guys are saying. I had so many to pick from. I'm so happy you saw it. I I mean, you literally. I tell everybody this. I'm always like, I never. I had never even heard of Top Gun until we started recording Kiwi Factory Reboot. And you put me on. I fell in love with the movie. So when Top Gun Maverick came out, I was like, oh, I got to see this. Like, I know what's going on. Right. So it was so funny. I went and saw it. I loved it. Um, and so I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to choose a quote from this. I don't know if you chose this quote before, because I feel like you chose a movie quote from Top Gun. Yeah. But I went with pretty much don't think, just do. Yeah. That's like one. Uh, I think everybody knows that one. Yep. Um, 
and applying that to Jalen Hurts, of course. But before we get, even get to Jalen Hurts, I do want to know, like, what were your thoughts on Top Gun Maverick? Like, I know your expectations were high because you're like, expectations were sky high, right? Yeah. And they were surpassed. Like, the entire movie was just like fan service. Like, I get it. Like, from the love interest, from yes. the effort, like, the entire movie from start to finish was like complete fan service. But I loved every second of it. Like, I I haven't fist pumped in a movie theater in years. And I actually did at the end, like, when when he does the the flyby at the end. Yes. Just like, that was just perfect. I mean, everything about it, I loved. Like, the Val Kilmer stuff. Like, like, and, and Miles Teller was put on Earth to play that character. Because he looks so much like Goose. I thought so too. I was like, they did a good job casting. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I loved it. What did you think? I loved it too. Like I had watched after I went back and watched a lot of like the behind the scenes because I was like, this is like official. Just wanted to know, like, are they really doing this? You know, I'm sure they had to go through a lot of training. So I watched a lot of those like behind the scenes videos and I was just fascinated. You know, we're from Maryland. So I'm familiar with, um, I live in Annapolis and I'm familiar with the angels. Like that's like a tradition we do every year going to see it. But seeing the training that the cast had to do in order to like fly in the actual right. like, I was like, oh, they're official. Like did this you, is legit stuff. Did you see there's this like 15 minute video where Tom Cruise and James Corbin, uh-huh. you know him from like the Late Late Show. Like he's the British guy that does like a show over here. And they get together for like two or three days and it's before the movie comes out. And Tom Cruise takes him up in like three different kinds of planes, like included, like not an F-18, like in this, but like an, an yeah. F-5 or something. And he's yeah. like doing barrel rolls and Tom Cruise is flying the plane. And it's just like, is. that dude's insane. Like, he's insane. Have you seen the Mission Impossible movies with him? No. Like there's one that's, there's a scene set in Dubai and it's the Burj Dubai, the Burj Khalifa. It's had a couple different names. That ridiculously tall builder that you could not ever get me to the top of. Okay. There's a scene in the movie where he's like, you know, rappelling down the side of it and things like that. He did most of the stunts. That's what they were saying. Like in the behind the scenes, they were like, this isn't the first time that he's done. He's been like, I want to do it. There's another Mission Impossible movie where there's a scene where there's this huge like military cargo jet taken off and he clings to the side of the door and the outside Uh and he did it himself. That's what they were talking about. Yeah. He's insane. I love it though. I'm here for it. You know, because you're getting in the um, like at the end, the scene where he was, um, I guess, driving the, you know, plane or whatever. Yeah. And love interest was in there with him. They said that he was really like he was really the pilot. Yeah. Um, and that was his like jet. That was his personally. So I was like, yeah. Whoa. that was one of the planes that he took James Corbin up in. It's like the okay. old Thunderbolt or PF-51 Mustang um, yeah. from World War Two. Yeah, he's but. I, I mean, I I love and and the love interest was like such a like reference to the first one. Yes. Like, I mean, it was just it was really well done. I'm I've been I'm trying to sneak out to see it again. I don't know if yeah. I'm going to. I will too. Yeah, and and I've been listening to the soundtrack all the time. Yeah, I have to do better listening to the soundtrack. They were talking about that in one of the interviews too, and I'm not a big like soundtrack person yeah but i was like this one they said everybody says it's amazing so i need to go and like actually take time to just really good. and they also have the the miles teller great balls of fire on it which is really fun 
Like I was listening to it. I was at the pool the other day and I, I found myself like doing the air <laughs> piano. And I was like there like a, a Thursday afternoon and all the like moms and dads that were there where the kids were kind of like looking at me like da, 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 da. they should have um, known what you were doing yeah. they should have automatically you should have clicked for them yeah last well, bit about music um not to jump ship too much here the my favorite part of the summer tournament with, with my son yeah. the walk-up music we had okay because kids were picking like walk-up music and stuff yeah. and you've got 10 year old kids like <laughs> songs and it was really re there was a lot of imagine dragons a lot of okay. imagine dragons fans um my son um we we gave him a ton of different options he ended up picking sandstorm sandstorm by Darude. okay and it's just like it's like techno dance hall but you hear it like stadiums uh, you hear it at arenas like i think the phoenix suns used it for a while that's okay. what he went with and it was hilarious because i'd be out there coaching the bases when he gets up yeah and parents from other teams being like okay that's their song yeah yeah i mean it, it very much threatened the needle of like the like 40 to 48 crowd you know yeah. like parents are these kids so yeah. that, that was pretty funny well, i but, learned that your son is a superstar you know superstar in the making when it comes to baseball and he has a good taste of music yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. yeah we, we we tried. I mean, we tried, but it's been a fun summer. It's been a fun summer. I refuse again. I refuse to admit that it's almost over. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to have training camp back. And and gentle listeners, we are going to talk about football in a couple minutes here. Um, <laughs> but it's nice to have football back. But I still, it's still just July. Like, I mean, I walked into Giant yesterday, Rachel, and you know. Yeah. How much I love October. Yes, I know. You know. But I saw some Halloween Reese's and I was like, come on. Already? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. People I know. Wait, they're so impatient. I know. I mean, yeah, we're going to start seeing, you know, Christmas and Hanukkah stuff soon here. And I'm just. No. no. Slow down. I know. I'm. You know, I'm not that big of a fan. But, you know, it's okay. It's okay. I think this is the longest we've probably ever just like kind of rambled and just talked, but I felt like it was only right because we've, you know, been gone for a minute. Yeah. But people probably they, forgot who we are. They probably did. You know, some people have been like, when are you guys getting back to recording? And I'm like, it's coming. It's coming. Hello. I, that, that is nice to see. Right. When people are like, Hey, can you guys start doing shows again? It's like, Oh, they haven't forgot about us. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's only up from here. Yeah. So, but before we even get into the Jalen Hurts stuff, we're at a 13 minute mark. So let's take a really, really quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to dive into the athletic article uh, ranking like the different quarterbacks. So we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And we're back. Did you miss us? I think you did, but we miss you too. We're back. And so like we promised, we're going to jump right into it. I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen it by now, but there's this um, athletic article by Mike Sando and he does the QB tiers. Like he's ranking like the different quarterbacks, polling them. He polled the different um, NFL executives around the league or whatever. And so they're pretty much taking a look at all of the different quarterbacks and like what tier they fall in. And I don't know if this is a surprise or like, I don't know how people feel about this, but Jalen Hurts ranked number 20th and he was tied with Carson Wentz, which to me, I already talked to uh, Mike Kiss earlier today and I was like, oh, that's definitely messy. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they knew what they were doing with this, but they have them ranked in tiers one, two, and three and Jalen Hurts falls under tier three. So uh, looking at tier one, it says a tier one quarterback can carry his team each week. The team wins because of him. We talk about that all the time, win because versus win with. Um, and he expertly, expertly handles pure passing situations. He has no real holes in his game. Tier two, uh, that uh, quarterback can carry his team sometimes, but not as consistently. He can handle pure passing situation and doses or possesses other dimensions that are special enough to elevate him above tier three. He has a hole or two in his game. And then looking at tier three, where Jalen Hurts falls, it says a tier three quarterback is a legitimate starter, but needs a heavier running game or defensive component to win. A lower volume uh, drop back passing offense suits him best. And so do you agree with the placement that Jalen Hurts uh, falls in? Yeah, I, I I kind of agree with it right now. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, the ultimate question, and I've already been asked this with respect to Hertz this summer, is what do you want to see from him by the end of the year? And I've kind of said that, like, I want to see him in tier two. Like, you, yeah. you want to see him get to year two when the year is sort of said and done. I mean, yeah. I think right now that kind of describes him, kind of describes what we saw last year, right? Like, you know, needs a run game, needs a good yes. defense around him. Like yes. you'd agree with it, right? I agree. The key phrase you just mentioned it was needs the running game, um, a heavier running game. And we saw that as soon as they switched to the running game, they saw that that worked to Jalen Hurts' strength. And so as of right now, and I definitely feel that he falls under that tier three. Do you, do you think it's possible to see him elevate to tier one? Could you see him elevating to tier one? I mean, that's going to be a multi-year thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, could he get there? Yeah. I mean, I think he could. Um, but you see, look, look at a tier one. You've got the guys you expect, right? Rodgers, Mahomes, Brady, Allen. And then the two younger guys, which Herbert and Burrow, I mean, I, I guess you could put them there. Um, I, I'd say if it were me, I'd kind of say they're the top of tier two right now. Okay. Um, but I mean, I understand why people sort of have them there. You know, push comes to shove. I'm not going to get too upset about it. What would Hurts yeah. have to do to get there? I mean, he'd have to have the ability to just take games over with his arm mostly, right? Because yeah. the way they describe it, like definitionally, it's like, you know, expertly handles pure passing situations, like third and seven, making throws from the pocket. That's the yeah. stuff that we're waiting to see from Hurts right now, right? To do yeah. consistently. And can he do it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That would be incredible, though, if he gets there like this year. 
I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking ideal developmental track. It's like tier two, you know, next sure. summer, then tier one yes. the summer after that. Can he do it? Yeah, he can do it, right? He can do it. Yeah. I feel like it's possible. I'm not going to say he can't. I would never right. be the one to say that about him. But like you said, I don't think that's going to happen this year because that requires a, a huge jump. Yeah. You know, requiring him to skip tier two, you know, in a way like I don't know if we're going to see that much of a jump. I'm hoping that he does make improvements in those areas that he lacked in last season. Though. Are there are there any quarterbacks tier one, two, three, four or the curious tier five okay. that sort of threw you for a loop that you were just kind of like, no, you saw there's a tier five. Hold up. Wait. There's a tier five. OK. Oh, let, me look, let me scroll down for that one. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I okay. mean, that's kind of mean, man. Yeah. Whoa. Okay, that makes me feel better about Jalen Hurts for sure. But I'm for like, for those Whoa. of you that haven't seen it, they've got a tier five, which is described as a quarterback who is best suited as a backup. And there's one name there, and it's Geno Smith. Dang. Which is just friends. That's kind of mean. Like, just slide him into the bottom of tier four. Yeah. Make, yeah. Oh man, that's kind of harsh. And here's um, the thing, I I wrote a couple weeks ago that Gino could win that job, so maybe okay. I'm the one that's wrong. It's just entirely likely. But I just you thought, might motivate him, you know? Yeah, that really will motivate him. I mean, I thought that sort of jumped out to me. Um, okay. Other than that, like nothing really stood out. The, the, the hmm. I, I I I mean, yeah, nothing really stood out other than that, like. I, I think every sort of tier was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I mean, did anything else jump out to you? I don't think anything jumped out to me as far as like how, like who fell where. I think that that kind of made a little bit of sense. Do you know who determines how the tiers are classified? I, I think that's kind of Mike Sandoz doing. I'm not okay. positive on that though. And, you know, I, I kind of like the way they tier them. I mean, I think it makes sense in terms of, because we always talk about win with, win because of, so we yeah. kind of blend tiers two and three when we've done it. I like the way they sort of differentiate between that. Yeah. You know, to, to make it a little bit more detailed, like, you know, the tier two guy is somebody that can almost look like a tier one guy, but just doesn't do it consistently. I like tier, that. Yeah, the tier three guy is like somebody that really sort of needs like scheme help, defensive help, things like that. Um, not going to really carry the team, but you can win with. Like, I think that's kind of how they do it. And I like that. Because I feel like I'm definitely a little biased. You know, if anybody listens to SB Nation NFL show, whatever, a lot of people know how I feel about certain quarterbacks like Jalen Hurts. And I compare him a lot to Lamar Jackson for a reason. So looking at the like the definition of what tier one is considered when looking at like passing game, right. I see why like, the players like Lamar fall under tier two, but I feel like I could see him in tier one, not because of passing, but if it was tweaked to talk about, right. Oh, you know, just when with versus when, because of quarterback, I feel like some of those tier two quarterback could fall under the tier one, yeah. but if we're looking at passing alone, then I understand why they're in let me since you brought him up has yeah. the discourse about lamar been the dumbest part of this summer or just like the second dumbest part of this summer it pisses me off yeah. like it blows my mind because i just i just 
don't think that it's fair that when you look at his resume and you see what he's done as a young quarterback, how people still don't respect him because he's different because it's not like the traditional playing style. And yesterday on the SB Nation NFL show, I brought up to RJ and Michael Peterson. I was just asking them like, what do you guys think? Cause somebody on this, it was on yep. this, I think talking about even if he wins 11 MVPs. MVPs, like he still won't be, I don't know what it said exactly, but it was a long yeah, time. It said, even if he wins 12 MVPs, he still won't be quarterback one. He might be football player one, which is one of the most absurd things I've ever heard. And I'm like, so, and it was crazy because Michael, I think it was Michael Peterson was mentioning how like he, he really honestly thinks that even if Lamar was to win a Super Bowl, it still wouldn't be enough. Like people would still have stuff to say about him. And that just frustrates me because there are elite quarterbacks who haven't won Super Bowls and you guys praise them so much. So when I'm like, just because of his playing style, is that the reason that he's not getting the respect? That's what frustrates me. Um, so I just want him to prove otherwise. Like I, I really just want him to prove them otherwise. Yeah. Because it, 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 for other quarterbacks similar, like the Jalen Hurts, I think, you know, we never saw like Mike Vick get a Super Bowl. So right. it's like, quarterback playing styles there are they're kind of like viewed as like that underdog like it, you just don't see it happening really you know it's the, more pressure on them the game has changed i mean yeah. the game has changed towards you know having explosive athletes at the quarterback position that can beat you in a variety of ways yeah. and almost in a sense like that tier one definition expertly handles pure passing situations like yeah. you said, that sort of almost tilts the scale in a bit. It like does. When you've got when you've got like Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, I mean they're yeah. at, they're not Murray, they're not, you know, yeah. Lamar, they're not Jalen Hurts type of athletes. Like it kind of tilts the scale. And yes, you know, the, there's more than one way to beat a defense. There's more than one way to break down a defense. And we just saw Kyler get a multi-year deal, although Apparently he needs to watch film or yeah. <laughs> something like that. We're expecting a Lamar deal, you know, yeah. depending on how Hertz does, we might get a Hertz deal down the road. And so yeah. there's more ways to beat defenses than just making throws from the pocket on third and seven. Yes. But like you said, until one of those quarterbacks win a Super Bowl, we're not going like, you don't really have anything to defend it. Right. You know? Yeah. That's what I'm kind of just like, okay, until it happens, like, what can you really say? Right. I mean, but at the same time, it's like, you know, QB wins aren't a stat, right? Yeah. Like, winning, yes, that's how quarterbacks, unfortunately, or fortunately, however you want to phrase it, are, are judged. But there's more to play in the position. Like, Joe Justin Herbert hasn't been in the playoffs yet. Yeah. I mean, he's in tier one. Can we talk about it? Talk about it. Like, what? That's why I'm confused. That's why I mean, I'm confused. <laughs> Justin Herbert is a great, he's a very talented quarterback. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong, but like, it seems like we're just using different scales for these guys sometimes. Yeah, nothing new. Yeah. Not really surprised. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, like Maverick said, I can't hear what they're saying, right? Yeah, honestly. Or like you said, what? Yeah. Don't talk about it. Just do it. Just do it. We just got to do it. Yeah. And so that's what I want to see Hurts do. And I was like, I think you, I think you need to you talk about this all the time, but I think you need to remind the listeners, even though we're going into training camp, um, I don't think this is the end all be all. So like you say this all the time, you know, patience, yeah. you know, 
take it day by day. And I think that people are going to be prepared to overreact. Every day we're going to be talking about what do we see from Jalen Hurts. So I just hope that it's not after week one, oh, I'm not, I don't know how he's going to perform, but if he doesn't perform at this high level, people are like, oh, he hasn't been working this offseason. And he's not going to be that quarter. Like they're already trashing him after. Yeah, I mean, there were reports from like OTAs and minicamp about how like, oh, he struggled and things like that. Like yeah. I'm old enough to remember when Patrick Mahomes, the training camp, before his first year as the full-time starter was throwing interceptions left and right. And people were saying, see, yeah, he, he's, he's too risky. He takes too many chances. Training camp, OTAs, minicamp, that's the time to like sort of test things. And that's what Mahomes was doing. And he was seeing what he could and could not get away with. There's also, I mean, we're doing this. It is now 1116 on the East Coast on Tuesday morning, okay? I say that because right before we hopped on, I was on Twitter and I saw – reports that Trevor Lawrence was 17 of 17 and seven on sevens today at practice. Like that's what we're going to start seeing. And there's inevitably going to be a day where some young quarterback is like seven of 17. Yeah. And everybody's going to lose their mind, whether it's Hertz, whether it's Mac Jones, whoever mm -hmm. it's practice. Yeah. We're talking about practice. Like yeah. style kids. All right. And yeah. so if you get seven of 17 in the first half of week one, then maybe, you know, you start to feel a little nervous. We're talking, yeah. it's not even August yet, people. Yeah. We have a long way to go. Yes. Okay? So so let's yeah. be patient. It's like, be prepared for it because we are gonna. We know we're going to hear it. We know we're oh, going to yeah. hear it. Oh, but don't course. run with it. By the time we record next week, we might have a couple of practices where people have started to freak out. Yes. And we might yeah. have to talk people down. Again. Calm down, people. Calm down. <laughs> it's just... We're still in summer vacation mode, people. Like, relax, get a exactly. pina colada, go for yes. a walk, touch some yeah. grass, do some yoga, you know, do some yoga, meditate. My, yeah. we got up to Boston, and my niece, Summer, she's like uh -huh. five. Okay, she does yoga and meditation. And what? so, you know, one day we were at dinner, and at the end of the table, I looked down, and Summer's like meditating. She's got her legs crossed, she's got her that hands is so like this. Cute. And it was one of the most adorable things I've ever seen. So that is cute. take a cue from summer and just go meditate a little bit. If you start to get freaked out over Jalen Hurts putting up seven of 17 in a practice. I agree. I agree. And I, I mean, that's all I have to say. Like I said, we, we're not going to get ahead of ourselves on this episode. This was like, we're easing back into it. We're still coasting, you yeah. know? So I think that that was good, you know, just to, to touch on a little bit. Do you have anything that you want to say before we wrap things up? Just, just stay calm, people. Like, keep the faith. Like, it's a long process. We're just getting rolling. Um, yeah. don't overreact. Yeah, it's gonna be okay. Yes, and like we mentioned earlier, we are back. You know, to get you guys into this season. So we'll be here for training camp. We'll be here for preseason, and then literally the season is gonna be starting. Then and we can start wildly overreacting. Then we get real. You know, yeah, then we yeah, can start yeah. getting when they, when they keep score for real. That's when we can start sort of. Over. Yes. Yes. Um, but until then, you know, make sure you guys are tuning in every single week for the QB factory reboot. Don't forget to rate. Don't forget to leave a review. Don't forget to follow us on social media. You can follow us on Twitter at uh, BGN underscore radio and follow us on Instagram at bleeding green Insta. So the content definitely is about to start cranking up. And so make sure you stay tuned for that. But yeah, any last words, Mark, before we, let it go. Well, 
Go see Top Gun Maverick if you haven't seen it yet. It gets thumbs up from both Rachel and I, so definitely go check it out. And as always, go Eagles. Go Eagles.